Karen, Emma, Emma, Kara, which, which, which is the best way to say it? That's a good question. Emma and Kara, Kara. Emma and Kara, I think is right. We go back okay. and forth. Okay. Well, Kara, I'll throw the first one at you. How long have you had to keep Tell Me Lies a secret? Like, was there a long-term embargo? Like, oh, please do not announce it. We got to announce it first. Sorry, what do you, like, what do well, you mean? There's a long gap from writing a show, you know, having the idea, writing it and selling it and it coming out. So yeah. how long did you have to keep it a secret that it was coming to Hulu, that it was being made, that the world was going to be blessed with this goodness? Oh, well, I mean, I think we early on we were able to announce who was cast and, you know, that we were shooting it and that, you know, it was in production and, and who was involved. Um, you know, the truth is, is that we actually turned this show around very quickly, which I thought was a good thing because I think I'm glad that it's coming out in the beginning of the kind of what we consider the school year. Um, so not, I, I wouldn't say very long in terms of like having people like yourself see the show. Like myself. Yes. <laughs> well, Are you related well, to Gwyneth Paltrowitz? You know what? They did shorten the name a couple of generations ago. So they were Paltrowitz's good eye right there. Interesting. It happens, but they won't acknowledge me. So you know, <laughs> I really couldn't help myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> goof people, tell them that I'm, I'm lonely. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> Emma, obviously a fan of your work for a long, long time. I've had yeah. the pleasure of interviewing your father a few times. Now, was your goal all along to be an executive producer and a creative beyond starring in things? You know, I, th I think, yes, I think I didn't know like what that looked like when I was in my teens, but I knew I wanted to read a book and see it brought to life and have a hand in doing that. But I didn't really know like how to bridge that. And Kara and I always sent each other books and had our own like little, you know, two person book club. And we were like, why don't we just start a book club? And, and it really was just kind of as simple as that. And then it kind of turned into exactly what I had always dreamed of, but didn't know how to speak into existence. And so now, you know, with Bellatrist, I get to work with my best friend and read and make TV shows. And it, it really is a dream. And to, to not be in the show, has been like in a way a relief because I feel like I can be like creatively objective in a way that I, I haven't gotten to be in other projects. Um, and, you know, as an actor, like if, if you don't like something, you know, it's like too bad most of the time. <laughs> and so it's cool right. to, to be like, you know what, I don't, I don't know if this looks right, or I don't know if I like that and actually have people hear you. So yeah, it's been, it's been, it, it has been a dream of mine always. And it's, it's a dream that continues to be fulfilled with the projects that we're doing. So, Kara, those books behind you are not props, actual parts of the book club. These, I don't know if these specific ones are in the book club, but, you know, we have a little, I think we have some Borges here, which is not something. She's, that at, she's at her mom's house. Okay. Uh, Thank you. It happens. She has I mean, a nicer house. <laughs> what can you do? Well, you get it. Emma, not the only project that you have going on about fate. I've been hip to that one. Did you work with Kara on that one as well? You know what? We we diverged on that one, but she did come to visit me in Boston when I was filming because we're real best friends outside of work. Yes. Yes. Um, but no, that was one that Tiffany Paulson, who wrote Holiday and Nancy Drew, also wrote. And Tiffany, I just I love her to death. I feel like her and I 
you know, speak in the same cadence. Um, so I had to do it. And um, no, it's a romantic comedy with Thomas Mann. And it's, it's kind of begs the question is love choice or is love fate? And these two go on kind of like a wild uh, ride at this wedding together as dates. Um, and it's, it's really fun. It's sweet. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited for people to see that in September. I can imagine. Well, Kara, if you see anyone from Goop, you'll, you'll tell them I'm looking for them. Yeah, definitely. I would watch, I would read your column on Goop. Let me just put it that way. Okay, let's I make that happen. But in the meantime, congratulations on Tell Me Lies and looking forward to everything that's to come from both of you in the near future. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you. Really I'm nice to talk to you. Liv, aside from talking to media today, how is your day going? Oh, it's going good. It's going very smoothly. Thank you. How about you? Non-stop, but good, and we were connected to talk about the Serpent Queen. So you play young Catherine. How much of Catherine is there in the real Liv Hill? Very good question. Um, well, I think quite a lot. I mean, in each character, an actress once told me that you sort of have every element of any person you play, and you kind of just dial up the different uh personalities that you have depending on the character i think for me what i relate to most about Catherine is the fact that she's always watchful always alert she's alert from a place of trying to survive i'm alert from a place of just trying to figure out who people are to socially survive i guess um you know she's always looking at people's body language their um can she trust them their their facial expressions and that felt very easy and relatable to play. So it sounds like you're a good active listener. I think so. It might be a bit of a defensive mechanism as well, but yes, I, I do like to ask questions and, and figure out who, who people are. To play amateur psychologists, is that about the family military background having to move around a lot and gauge new situations? Yes, uh, yes, probably, absolutely. I had to do that quite a lot and and change schools and stuff exactly. So surprised you know that, but yes. <laughs> you know, when you're speaking to somebody, you try and do a little bit of research. But, research, uh, well, I appreciate it. Well, you've had a few roles that were BAFTA nominated. I wouldn't be surprised if this is yet another one. All seriousness, when you receive a top honor, like a nomination along those lines, does it change your life in any way? Um, No, but it does change what does it change confidence yes it, I guess it does for a time being but then also that happened when I was 18 um and it was actually my first role and so I felt like I kind of peaked I was worried that it was going to be downhill mm. from there so yeah it's probably the insecure answer but it, it kind of made me more like reliant then to it so if I don't get an award now or a nomination am I not a good actress and as a teenager, that was what was going through my head. Now, you know, I, that's, you realise that's not what's important, but it feels very lovely. And, and I hope that I can, I hope it gives me the opportunity to open some doors. That's very interesting that you can find imposter syndrome like early into a career like that. But in yeah. your case, I think bright things are ahead. Take the damn compliment. So <laughs> with, with uh, Serpent Queen, we only get to know about eight episodes, not asking about the future. But any highlights or is there a, a moment of it that was just the thing that makes you the most proud? I feel really proud to be part of all of it. Um, 
I, I mean, what I'm most proud of is the fact that I was able to work with these people in each department at the top of their craft in, in the world. That was such a privilege, so amazing to pe see people's passions for for their work uh, translated through the camera and through their costume. And it was just, it was a real privilege and it, it definitely inspired me. Um, so that's what I'm most proud of. And I think I'll always look back on my time shooting that and feel incredibly grateful that I was able to, to collaborate with those people. Now, granted you are doing press now and everyone's talking about the show, but how long has the filming part for you been done for? How long have you been kind of waiting around going, okay, now I'm gonna yeah. tell the world about I, it? I left at the end of July. Uh, 2021 so it's I guess I, I'm not too sure exactly you know it, ha it feels like a long time but also the cast because we became so close because of Covid we all had to sort of lock in together we have remained really close since and we still see each other now like a, a big group of us as well and that's quite rare you usually only take one person or two people from each project because you meet so many people all the time right. whereas this one was very different and so it's felt like a long time but also now it's here, I can't quite believe it either. So what you're saying is there are Serpent Queen group threads, text threads that are still happening. We've got a WhatsApp chat called the Serpent Queen. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Fantastic. And the last question for you before I let you go, which has nothing to do with the Serpent Queen. What's okay. the last concert that you went to for fun? Oh, I went to, um, I went to an electronic French a festival concert called Astropolisis in uh, Brittany in France in June um, with I, fr with friends who I met in France. They were French. Um, the crew was all French, so I became really good friends with them and, and we all went together and, and it was, I guess it's not really my type of music, that dun, 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 but it was a fun evening. I could get into it, definitely. <laughs> On occasion, that can be great, the doop, doop, doops. But uh, exactly yeah. <laughs> on this and looking forward to what's to come next from you. Oh, thank you so much, Darren. Brandon, Benjamin, Spencer. I don't know if that order is correct, if that's the hierarchy of this social group. But it's not. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll first throw the first question here at Brandon. Brandon, sure. how much of Evan is there in you? Oh, wow. Ooh. That's a great question. Uh, I think there are definitely elements I can relate to Evan. Uh, I went to a similar school. Uh, I've been sometimes in similar circumstances. So I, th I think there's a little bit. I, I think we definitely have a couple. I think his 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 parents are a little little more rich richer than mine. But <laughs> I think well, uh, yeah. that helped you with being on industry. Uh, that training <laughs> right there, going method. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Benjamin, same question at you, Drew. Yes, sir. Is there any Drew in you? And I did not mean that rhyme. Um, no, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, definitely. I really enjoy drinking uh, by myself. This guy. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, I cry once a week. Um, That's it? Uh, I love my brother. Uh, I think, yeah, I think so. One more. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. He's a cool, cool character. Nice. Oh, we're going to come back to you, Benjamin, with the humor. There's something on Instagram that has to be asked about. Oh, no. Spencer, <laughs> uh, Wrigley. Any, any Wrigley in Spencer, the real human being? Yeah, I think so. I, I think um, 
uh, especially when I was a little younger, um, I think, yeah, yeah, I think I liked to be very loud and, um, um, but so it was kind of fun bringing that to, I was very, I was very loud on set, which was fun. Very loud. I got to bring that with me to kind of get into it, which was, it just made everything more fun. I think I maybe used to have more fun, but. Uh, he loved old yeller. Okay. Old, old yeller. Oh yeah. Singing old, we sang a lot of uh -huh. old yeller. Uh, Saigon dog, man. I'm learning there's a lot of taste amongst the three of you. Now, Benjamin, mm -hmm. the thing that I was referring to, and by the way, does anyone call you Ben or are you Benjamin to everyone? No, I usually people just call me Ben. Um, okay. So Benjamin's very refreshing. Thank you. Refreshing, like, and that was a good segue. The joke uh, on your Instagram, what kind of doctor is Dr. Pepper? A physician. Uh, that was uh, this guy's good. Is Ben the resident, like, dad joke guy on the set on a show like this? Well, uh, uh, no, I, I, I wouldn't say dad joke predominantly. But he's like, he's like the ben, weird ben is, ben is very uh, Ben is very humorous. I, I am a father, so technically any joke I say is a dad That's joke. true. You yeah. are, you're, you're yeah, the, he has very eclectic sense of humor, though, which is funny. I can make anyone on that cast laugh. Uh, are we getting a yes or a no to that one? It's kind of a uh. <laughs> I can say yes. Well, it is cool to see when you have a show like this where the acting is fantastic, where people can still have a great time the second they say cut, that it's not all, you know, Morrissey sorrow all the time. That's the vibe I'm getting. Um, go ahead. No, no, please, no, no, that was my one answer. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I think we, we we were blessed to get along quite early and, and it remained throughout the whole production. And it was a pleasure working with these gentlemen and ladies. Uh, it was fun. A lot of fun. Well, Spencer, but before I wrap here, uh, I think that IMDb for better or for worse is kind of like the currency for a lot of people that you get lazy and you go, what has this person been in? Oh, they've been in Space Force and Teenage Bounty Hunters. Great credits. But have you guys ever looked at uh, Spencer's IMDb where, you know, he was douchey guy and he was racist oh. heckler in different roles? Yeah, no. Yeah. I, uh, I definitely saw the racist heckler. I, I, it was the first thing we talked about. Yeah, <laughs> I have to look that up. Yeah, but, but, the, but the bottom line is this: you, all three of you, are fantastic in Telluride. Really looking forward to everything that's coming next, and I appreciate your time. You've been a pleasure for this dude to chat with. Uh, thanks, oh, thank you, thank you, Darren. Megan, how is your day going so far? Aside from having to answer the same five to ten questions over and over and over again. No, it's been actually really fun. It's been so fun. Everyone has been so nice and enthusiastic. And normally I hate public speaking of any sort, but this has been really, really cool. Well, I admire your credits in that you can't pay, pitch and hold what it is that you write or create. Like you're able to do Tell Me Lies, but also a Walking Dead script, but it's all over the place. But when you first got into the world of screenwriting, what was it that you wanted to do besides work? I want work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am all I've always been drawn to just the things that people do to each other behind closed doors. I think humans are so fascinating because the one thing we really have not figured out how to do any better since the beginning of time is 
deal with each other and love each other and be friend friends with each other. We're just constantly um, messing up. And so I, I always like writing just really relationship driven things. And yeah, I, I definitely the first part of my career, as much as I loved every job, you don't get to choose the, all, all your jobs unless you're just so right. lucky from the beginning. And so it's, it's really, really nice finally getting to make something that I'm, I, I'm really excited to just watch as a viewer as well that I'm, I'm really entertained by. So, yeah. Are you the kind of writer who writes every day, no matter what, or do you need the deadline to give you that push? Um, it's funny. I, I write most days. I would say when people ask me what my hobby is, it's really funny. Cause I'm like writing, you know, I, I just really enjoy writing. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of my own personal things that I love to work on when I'm not on a deadline. Um, that said, I do really well under pressure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, uh, I, 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 sometimes a, a deadline is, is, is certainly drives me to go faster and harder with writing, but I don't give myself a hard time if I'm not writing every day. Like if I'm going on vacation with my family, I'm like, I'm out, I'm drinking, I'll see you guys in a month, you know? So yeah, I, <laughs> Another thing uh, about you that intrigues me, Tulsa, the roots from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And yeah. like a year or so before the pandemic, Tulsa flew out me and a bunch of other writers to see the best of the best of the city. And yeah. Tulsa is one of these places where all this stuff happened there. And we don't really connect the dots like the Outsiders and UHF yeah. and early adapter of country music and Hanson, all that kind of stuff. Was Tulsa cool when you grew up there? I don't want to offend any of my friends or, or family from there, but no, I would say not. It's gotten really cool. I think whenever I go back, I'm like, why wasn't this here when I was in high school? Um, no, it, it wasn't the coolest place, I would say, at least not in my experience, but it was a very, it's a great place to grow up. You know, it's, right. it's safe and it's friendly and um, yeah, it's a little bit more conservative than, than me or my, my family. So that we were a little bit of the black sheep there. But uh, yeah, but it's great. I love going back there now. In the last five years, I believe the Bob Dylan archives have been acquired and that's moving there. Have you been fully embraced by the people of Tulsa? Like, are you, the, I'm dialing in from Long Island. So Billy Joel is kind of like our pedestal thing. Are they going, oh, Megan Oppenheimer, our Billy Joel? No? I don't no. think so. <laughs> I, I would love to imagine that. I don't think so. It's so funny. Whenever you go home, you're like, Oh, I can't wait to see all the kids from high school and they'll see how like cool and different I am now. And then you're just still the same nerd that you were in high school and you see the popular kids and you're like, please like me, you yeah. know? But, um, yeah. So I don't think so. I think uh, there are some people that from Tulsa that I think appreciate me, but I, 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 <laughs> I don't think it's a big deal. <laughs> well, I'm saying you're a big deal. And the last thing before I let you go here, um, tell me lies. It's it's new to us. It's not new to you. Uh, are you allowed to say what's next, or is it all tummy lies all the time? Am I allowed to say what's next for me? For you, like outside of tummy lies? Yeah. Or are um, you under like deadline.com embargoes and? No, I can say a little bit about. I'm doing a project with my husband, who's an actor that I'm very excited about. That um, has finally we've been wanting to do it for a few years, and we finally. Um, I don't want to say what we it's it's gonna happen I think um so that's right. exciting and getting to do some more dark comedy type stuff but 
I mean, I'm hoping to do more Tell Me Lies. You know, I hope we get a second season of that. So, and also, uh, yeah, just writing some new stuff, I think would be fun. Writing some spec scripts. Well, looking forward to all that and the park being named after you in Tulsa in the very near future. <laughs> Thank you for your time, Megan. Thank you. Bye. Aside from speaking with me, how's everyone's day going so far? Great. It's great. Even better great. now that we're with you. <laughs> Jackpot. Well, work in the room here. Uh, ben, you first. Uh, what has okay. been your highlight in being part of the come up? The highlight has been meeting the beautiful people that have made it possible, I think. Uh, oh. Honestly, like these people are fantastic. Um, they inspire me. I look up to them. It's like such a lucky group of people to be a part of, like being here and being new here. Um, I would say it's definitely the biggest thing. And the crew was super awesome as well. And cousins, of the production team put it together. Wonderful people. Yeah. Sophia, same question at you. Highlight or most memorable part of this whole experience? Yeah, I would say um, the most memorable part for me is filming an episode that's in the later half of the season um, with Taufik. We do some really crazy stuff, some unimaginable success that we find that really defines coming up in each of our um, like perspectives. So that'll be really exciting to have people see. Not an original question here, but well, it's same thing as you. Uh, <laughs> highlight. I, I hate. Yeah. I hate to go like, oh, oh, well, I'm gonna ask you the same exact thing, but them's the breaks. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know. Although it's like kind of short, it's like funny to watch back the episodes, and because like I worked on that play for so long, um, mm -hmm. and it feels so short of the show, but just you know, getting that opportunity to work on something mm -hmm. and then put it out there so quickly. And I loved the people I worked with um, at the Tank and Alton. Um, and then also, I don't know, there's so many wonderful moments. I had many wonderful moments getting to know Ben and hanging out with Dad. him. Um, <laughs> and I don't know, there's a lot. It sounds <laughs> like a mutual- in my life, it's a lot. <laughs> mutual appreciation society, is that fair to say? Definitely. Sure. Yeah. Well, well, six months and we started principal shooting. Oh, right? I guess so. Well, time flies. More than I mean, we started in January, especially in New like York. January to June. Oh my god. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, I guess New so. York minute. Yeah, the the way that they are describing the show to the media, I think the let me read the the sentence: six young creatives in iconic downtown New York as they pursue love, art, and friendship on their own terms. Definitely. Do, do any of you remember how the show was described to you when you were asked to be part of it? Yeah, it will. It originally was about like post. It was, I mean, they didn't get their shit together fast enough to <laughs> film like the COVID summer, but um, <laughs> that was the original idea. And there was sort of this like media obsession at the time with um, this like neighbor, this fake neighborhood in the city called Dime Square. But you know, it's real now. They added it to Google Maps. They did. Oh, Justin. <laughs> Whoa. Um, and so I think they kind of wanted to like take advantage of that of moment. Problem literally uh, in the culture and then that's sort of what the idea was and then it really that moment ended and I feel like we moved on into just like downtown which is this like larger more sustaining cross-generational thing of New York and the right so to all of you New York City is still great as ever 
yeah, yeah. better than ever. I mean, Sophia and I are born and raised here. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know if I can say too much on that, but it, it seems pretty pretty good. <laughs> but you, know, I don't. I feel like I I make jokes with my friends about like people are like, oh man, here in the '90s was like the best, like the 2000s. Like I feel like with every place, people are like the 2000s are like the best. So I don't know. Everybody loves nostalgia. You're right about that. Have any of you, I'm dialing in from Long Island, a beach town called Long Beach. Have any of you been out here before? I surfed for the first time there recently. It was awesome. <laughs> I've uh, heard of it. I have some friends who. I was in Fire there. Island this weekend. Okay. <laughs> That's another yeah. island close here. Yeah. I'll, I'll accept yeah. that one as an answer. So <laughs> down, down to the last two things that I want to know from all of you. Uh, first thing, obviously, this is the greatest show on Freeform TV. Like the Come Up is the Aww. number one. But what's the second best show on Freeform? Does anyone have a favorite otherwise? I love Grownish. Sure. <laughs> I love Grownish. Yeah. Grownish is a fantastic show. Yeah. Everything's Trash. Have you seen that one or Single Drunk? Oh, I love Everything's Trash as I well. Saw it I haven't seen it. Yet. I was hanging out with Once. the stars from that show. Um, Freeform like set me up on a like a, I don't know, like a, a date with them. Uh, not cool. a date, but like a friend, a friend date. date. <laughs> <laughs> Good Love corporate it. synergy. I think that's what we can call it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> They're awesome. There you go. Yeah. The last thing I want to know, we'll start with Ben first. What's the last concert that you went to by choice? Last concert I went to by choice. Does a DJ set count as a concert? If they're good <laughs> and you actually watched the DJ, yeah, I'd say so. Well, I dan I danced with the I I was in Berlin recently, so I went to DJ sets there and that was fantastic. Do you remember so that, any of the DJ names? Um, yes, there was someone named Anna Anna. Be something but she was like a dj from the uk and she was awesome i wish i could remember her last name to like put her on right now but yeah she was wonderful anyone else remember the last concert that they went to by choice i say the by choice because like you just had your everything's trash uh made up like play date where they said you gotta do this sometimes you have work obligations yeah. you go, i think you'll like these people do that and they drag you to an event Event you don't want to go to but what's the last yeah. thing you want to do by choice uh well, one of my best friends um her name is Callie Reeve she's a phenomenal DJ um but she's like an EDM artist and produces her own music as well so throughout the pandemic those are the only um like concerts I've gone to she mm -hmm. performed with Dead Mouse back to back um and she also did one with Stevie Oki Wow. So, those are the only two recent ones that I've been to. And hey, last but not least. Me? I, <laughs> I went to my friend Claire Jones's concert um, recently at Mercury Lounge. She opened for someone. Um, and she's great. She's an amazing musician. Very talented. Cool. Well, thank you all for your time. Looking forward to whatever is next on screen. Also, what we see on screen in real life, whatever it is, keep it up. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it. You too. A pleasure to be speaking with all of you.
I'll mm-hmm. first throw this one at Vanessa. Vanessa, what was your highlight in being part of growing up? Yeah, my highlight was definitely being able to like hear other people's experiences beside my own. I'm really appreciative of all my cast members and being able to have that connection. We became like one big family. And so I was able to learn so many of their stories that have actually, they gave me so much advice that I've taken on. And as I'm, as I moved on from like filming on the show, we all stayed in contact with each other. And I think it was just like a beautiful thing. That's wonderful because sometimes productions wrap, people lose touch, not you. Well, Amiri, same question at you. Highlight in being part of growing up. I have to agree with Vanessa. I think being able to meet everyone, I think that sharing the story was such a highlight, but friendships that I've built with my castmates have been so amazing. I mean, we talk in our group chat on text every single day. We're talking and we're texting since the production and it's just been so amazing. Outro.